There's a space between fitting in and being an outsider that many people have experienced. Whether it's being a third wheel or being the last one picked, it's a spot that teaches you to make the most of it. For some kids who grew up in small town Wisconsin during the 80s or 90s, skateboarding was that place. With no more than a few friends on your board, it didn't matter if you missed the football game, there was a set of stairs at the bank. It didn't matter if you weren't in the yearbook, there was a photo of you tray flipping the gap at the hospital. And it didn't matter if you missed prom, there was a marble curb downtown. Eau Claire native Chris Johnson came into skateboarding when video games like Tony Hawk Pro Skater and competitions like the X Games made a big push into popular culture. For him, it was more than a passive spectacle. It became his life. So the only people I knew were the kids that I went to school with or like kids in my immediate neighborhood, which like I said, there was only a couple skaters. It wasn't until my first like freshman year of high school where we went and like had our orientation group with all these kids and whatever. And one of my best friends to this day um, ended up being in my orientation group. And they asked each kid, like, what do you want to do when you grow up? Whatever. And both of us were like, pro skateboard, of course, you know. Skaters in Wisconsin aren't alone. In Midwestern cities like Minneapolis or St. Paul, there's a vibrant community of skaters. You'll run into local legends like Steve Nesser, or you'll see big time pros skating spots that you were at last week. But what if you're from a small town? Take Sawyer for example. He grew up near Boyceville, a place where football is king and skating is limited to your driveway. But he didn't let this hold him back. He woke up every morning at 6 a.m. and learned a new trick before school. For him, skateboarding became a thing that helped him make goals. Every time you go out, you're accomplishing a new goal. You learn that sometimes things don't come easy. You learn from failure. And I think that's just a really helpful lesson to take in life and just everything else pushing forward. It's so much fun also. Skateboarding is more than the sum of its parts. As Chris points out, it's a lifestyle. Skateboarding is a lifestyle. It's the fact that you can go out and ride it whenever you want, relieve stress, learn new things. It's not really a team sport, but it's fun to do with other people. Your parents aren't around most of the time. It's just you and your buddies, and you're going wherever you want. Like, you you just end up having, like, all these different adventures through the whole thing, like, making all these memories and stuff. And that doesn't really change when you get older. Like, you're still doing that shit. You're still like, hey, man, do you want to drive up to Duluth? I've never skated up there before. Like, let's go explore. Do you spend the whole time skateboarding? Like, probably not, man. Like, you're going to see some cool restaurant or something up there, or a bar that you're trying to go get a couple beers at. Like, there's, it's, there's just so much more to it than just riding the board, you know? So, it should go without saying, skateboarding isn't easy. Broken boards, open wounds, swollen ankles. It's a seemingly endless list of injuries. But injuries are secondary to some of the negative backlash skaters have experienced in their hometowns. We didn't have a free skate park in town, and the attitude towards skateboarders was still super negative. So we'd have to watch for cops everywhere that we were at and got talked to and hassled by people at almost every spot every single day. And we would just drive to Minneapolis, park our car, and skate around there because it was just a, such a more privileged scene that things were actually happening, and there were tons of spots. Eau Claire, it just got to a point where, like, do you really want to go skate these same spots? It's a question that's haunting Chris as a skater. Are these spots worth the hassle? For the most part, it always is, but it could be perplexing. Other smaller cities, like Nielsville or Marshfield, seem to have community support, and better yet, their own skate parks. Neil, a Chicago native, almost sees Eau Claire as a Dickens parable. Well, one of the things that I've noticed that's different in Chicago is the amount of infrastructure that's available for our youth. 
uh, namely the fact that we have more skate parks. And really, the city has used those skate parks to give kids and adults alike something to do instead of engaging in activities that some people view as inappropriate or trying to make sure that people have a correct outlet for their energy. You see a lot of money being pushed towards traditional sports. You see football fields, baseball fields, soccer fields, all going unused. But if you're building a skate park, you're attracting kids who um, don't always participate in traditional team sports and giving them a positive outlet for their energy. Things started to change around 2013 in Eau Claire. The city laid the groundwork for the Lakeshore Skateboard Plaza, a small 3,000 square foot concrete park. Adding a skate park into the city's infrastructure isn't as easy as adding a jungle gym or a basketball court. Gabe, who's part of the Eau Claire Skateboarders Association, or the ECSA, recalls how skepticism surrounded the park at first. You know, it took a lot of convincing here to get them just to like understand, like, oh, okay, you mean if we put a park out in the open, it would be better than if we tucked it away in the corner? and no one ever saw it. And that's exactly what has happened here is that we put it on a bike trail out in the open where it could be seen and people who wouldn't normally see this sort of thing are running past, biking past, you know, and they see it and they see the kids like, you know, picking up their garbage and being nice to each other and resolving conflicts that arise. 2013 just wasn't a turning point for the city. Chris, who continued skateboarding into his adulthood, realized something. You have to have a skater-owned shop where somebody's motivated to try to have something going on. You don't have any kind of contests. You don't have like sponsored kids in the area. You don't have video premieres or whatever. If you don't have any kind of events like that, then the scene doesn't really like have anything connecting it. Everyone's off doing their own thing and nothing really grows. But once you have a shop and you have a park, there's places where these kids are coming together and like, I, you know, maybe I'll throw a contest or something and that'll inspire a kid who drove from 20 miles away to go, oh man, I want to do this at my skate park. And it took a skate park for that to kind of liven up and there was a ton of people there. So I'm looking around asking, we don't have a shop in town, someone going to do it, but nobody really had genuine interest. So I kind of talked to some people thinking, you know, maybe I'll just go in on one and I'll financially support it. It got to that winter and I had been bringing it up to my wife for years, like this is what I would really like to do. I've always been in retail, but ideally I want to work for myself and skateboarding's been my life since forever, you know. And I didn't just like dip my toes in, I went in 100% myself, I didn't have investors or anything. It was just a matter of I saved up some cash, opened in April and it's been running smooth now, so. After Chris opened Passion Board Shop, he set his sights on something bigger, much bigger. In skateboarding, most skate parks are large structures with half pipes, bowls, ledges, rails, and stairs. For Chris and others who've been to skate parks across the Midwest, Eau Claire's is kind of like a postage stamp. Along with members of ECSA, the creation of something larger began. We are looking at something larger than just a park, but a system of smaller parks along the Eau Claire bike trail with a central stop at Boyd Park. Funding an enterprise as promising as a skate park hasn't been easy. Passion Board Shop and the ECSA have hosted countless fundraisers and contests to generate over $40,000 in funds. But, as Chris suggests, the allure surrounding skateboarding has pushed this campaign against, well, some unlikely currents. Honestly, I'm not really sure what the problem is. I really thought that maybe our city would match funds or something by this point in time. You know, I'm not asking for things for free. Everybody says they want it, you know, but nobody with any kind of influence or power has stepped up to really push it. 
it's difficult to get these types of projects done when you're talking about four or five adults, none of whom who have any kind of influence in the city, all of whom are making modest incomes, trying to do something. Like, we all got jobs. It's hard to get this done. The idea is to get skate parks built all over town. So after we get this next one built, hopefully in the next year, we're going to keep pushing towards more parks. Realistically, just as many people skateboard as they do play tennis, right? So there should be just as many skate parks as there are tennis courts. Whether or not that'll happen is yet to be seen, but things are definitely moving in that direction. It's fair for Chris to feel frustrated. We're talking about a grassroots fundraiser run by maybe five people. And with Eau Claire spending millions improving the city across the board, there's a lot to talk about. But it seems there isn't too much being said about the park, outside a few articles or the ECSA. Still, there could be some changes coming along for the park. In a fitting way, some skaters are trying to turn it into a positive. As Neil reminds us, skateboarding is about setting a personal goal and sharing it with others in the community. Really what's motivated me is how much passion I've had for the sport in my life. I've been skateboarding for almost 15 years and it's provided me with an endless amount of opportunities to make myself a better person and to give back to the community. So one of the things that I really see in the movement we have here in Eau Claire is that same passion from other people. You really get a type of collective energy that you're able to use in a positive way and that's what we're pushing to the forefront for the community to see, for the neighborhood associations to take notice of so we can show what an excellent activity skateboarding is and provide enough outlets for that to let everybody have those same opportunities that a lot of kids have in bigger cities. Again, Gabe from ECSA. What's inspiring to me about this place today is just seeing all the people that have come together to just continue this and the momentum and bringing new kids into it and and just the community that's kind of like gelled over time. It's pretty cool compared to, you know, a few years ago. Skateboarding isn't a story that can be neatly summarized. There's something with skateboarding that's so personal. It's like the skaters are willing to commit themselves to something bigger than the community. It goes to show you how people are willing to make the most out of anything. There's really no end to it. As much as you want to put into it, you'll get back. And you're constantly meeting new people and making new friends and relationships. And it's just, there's so much that skateboarding has to give. You know what I mean? It's, it's endless that way, I think. <laughs>